I haven't seen you since the play. I feel like sometimes, maybe it's just my brain, but sometimes you can just tell the exact second a film came out. You know what I yeah. mean? You yeah. just know. You can smell the moment. The the brief, the month where that list of of folks would have been assembled, right? Like yeah. the yeah. the the two week period where a casting director would go, yes. David Duchovny, Julianne Moore, uh, I'm sorry, David Duchovny, fresh off the X-Files, maybe late in the X-Files, uh, Julianne Moore, you know, one of Paul Thomas Anderson's go-to, you know, one of the independent actors yeah. of the 90s, uh, Sean William Scott, fucking hot off the American Pie presses, uh, and uh, and Orlando Jones, another, another darling of 99, uh, yeah. all together in a little film called Evolution. I'm looking it up right now to see if I've seen it. Oh, D- this, I've absolutely seen this poster. You've seen this poster. Um, I don't think I've and, seen this movie. And you you look at this movie and you're like, this movie has seen both Men in Black and Ghostbusters. And this yeah. is essentially a fusion of those two ideas. Yeah. It's the, tr- it's the, it's the, it's the tremors of... Ghost. Yeah, this this movie has seen Tremors. This movie has yes. seen Tremors. The Tremors movies are still coming out, apparently. Uh, yeah, they kept pumping along. There was gonna be, or was actually a a series with Kevin Bacon. I feel yeah. like there was some. Oh, speaking of Ghostbusters, Evolution is directed by Ivan Reitman, director of Ghostbusters. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, well that's got so he's definitely whole... seen Ghostbusters. Yep. That yeah, man Tremors, knows from Ghostbusters. Tremors Shrieker Island came out in 2020. <laughs> Shrieker Island? That's a dating show that's fucking coming soon. Shrieker Island. <laughs> Let's um, hope not. All right, who else is the Ethan Suplee in this movie? Uh, of course, Ty Burrell, Dan Aykroyd, of course, friend of director Ivan Reitman, uh, Ted Levine, of uh, Silence of the Lambs fame, uh, hot off of Wild Wild West. Okay, <laughs> All right. Maybe we gotta watch Evolution. Maybe it's time. No, it's probably bad. No, no. I, no I, I, I'm gonna change that tune really quick. That's it's probably not very good. Probably not. Probably I mean, not. you never know anymore, though. Sometimes you know this got it's got the old uh, six point one on IMDb. And that's honestly, that's where you don't want to be. If it's any yeah. lower, you're like, well, maybe this is like a misunderstood 
film that didn't find its audience. And if it's a very high-ranking film, uh, that means it's a new blockbuster. They all get very high ratings on the IMDb <laughs> yeah. user base. Yeah. Um, but no, 6.1 just means no, it was probably pretty fine <laughs> all yeah, the time. It was probably it's been, okay. It's been pretty okay for 20 years. Yeah. Um, I am watching the trailer as it autoplays on IMDb. I'm learning a lot about the film evolution. There's some slime. Got some slime in this film. Ooh. Uh, how much you want to bet I'm about to see some incredibly dodgy 2001 CGI? How, how, oh, how long do you think how much until money I do see... you have? How <sighs> much money do you, how much can I take you? Let's for not talk cash? about my savings account, okay? Yeah, that's a rude question I just asked, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Never ask a man his salary, a woman her age, or a third thing. Or, or a third thing. Or a third thing. Yes. Or your favorite directors, what petition they signed in 2013. Oh. Oh, here it is. Here's the dodgy CGI. They got like a dragon or a pterodactyl or something in here. Hell yeah. <laughs> the technology was not there. <laughs> it was not there. Uh, yeah, this looks fun. You know what? If I was like really hungover, I'd, pro- I'd throw this on. Yeah? This would be inoffensive noise to happen in front of me that I like to not really have to pay attention to. Yeah, sure. I'll get some slow-mo hugging between David Duchovny and Julianne Moore. You know, I love me some Julianne Moore. Yes. Because Who doesn't? <laughs> some, I'm a red blooded male. Some, aren't I? <laughs> like, <laughs> red blooded male. Yes. I got, I got blood coursing through, through my veins. God damn it. So yes. I like some Julianne Moore. So does uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> the tagline, Sorry. coming to wipe that silly smile off your planet. What does that even mean? Are the, <laughs> uh, are the guys coming? Are the Is this crew coming? Or are the aliens coming to wipe that silly smile off my planet? Camera's really only one way to find that out. It's, we gotta watch Evolution. <laughs> well, <laughs> your, your movie pick is coming up. <laughs> I, you know what to do. Not. I apologize ahead of time. That will not be. Will not. I'm waste. sorry. Will not uh, waste your your, pick, no. your choice pick on uh, <laughs> on evolution. No. You know me. I am a skimmer of of pop cultural detritus. I love I love some things that time forgot. Love to love to investigate things the culture wisely <laughs> decided against. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where I live. That's my. I watched. Goal. Speaking of which, I watched yes. fucking Night Shift. Or sorry, excuse me, Day Shift. Uh, Already forgotten. Amazing how quickly a film cannot exist. Um, let's uh, see, yeah. Jamie. That movie is average. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a average film. <laughs> what a what a. The, you know what film. I you know what I consistently thought the whole time I was watching that. Yes. Who okay's these movies? That was what I was thinking the whole time. Dog. Who said yes to this? If you convinced me, if you tried to tell, look me in the eyes and tell me that Netflix's approval department is not an automatic rubber stamp that's just going like, clunk, 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 at <laughs> all hours of it. the day. Just that's what that noise in. is uh, when you open Netflix. That that's the, that's sound the sound of their 
the, the spring in their fucking stamp, <laughs> stamp yeah. says as you just pass fucking any garbage under here. Uh, yeah, let's God. see. I just opened up Netflix to see Day Shift um, seated next to the nice guys, which does not deserve to be no. um, paired How together. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at these tasty Netflix originals here. Um, yeah, it's it's just, ugh, God, it's it's great stuff. <laughs> just uh, definitely not just completely anonymous pep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tekken Bloodline, know. you know, we love it, you and I love it, um, hey, Untold, you know? The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist, um, <laughs> how many of these, have I, here's a fun game, list four How many of things. these movies can Which Kev list that Caleb's never up? heard of? Oh, sure, okay, <laughs> do it, I like this, this is the new bit within the bit, let's do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, okay, I gotta find, is there like a section, why don't they have like an originals section? This is... They're an infuriating website to use. There's an only on Netflix section. Good luck finding it, but yeah, it's there. Christ. Yeah, try and... Okay, here, here, navigate, navigate all the way down. Let's see. I got to find some, got to find some fucking tasty ones. Hold on. <laughs> the McElroy's famously did this for a while. They didn't do it last year or the year before, but for a couple of years, they did it where Justin and his wife would come up with a Hallmark movie. Uh-huh. And then they would list three Hallmark movies and their descriptions. And the the other two brothers had to <laughs> guess which, which one was made up. And Justin and his game. wife were so good at it that they lost all the time. Like, they were like, <laughs> I could have sworn that this one was fake, but no, it's real. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. All right. So. All right. Here we go. So this is four, four Netflix originals. One, one is false. That I've <laughs> One of which that I, I made up is a fakery. Is a is a deep fake. Are you are you doing the description as well or just the title? Um, this I this time I we'll could. do this time we'll do just the title. We'll just Next time one. you have some time to prep, you can do some descriptions for sure. Exactly. Okay, we'll play the yeah. game again next time. Um, and and I'll and I'll I'll go deeper. All, All right. right. <laughs> I'm not ready, so don't ask. Please go on. <laughs> I'm getting more worried the longer you laugh in silence. <laughs> I just these don't exist. They're so they're so new and they're just they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. Sorry. You're fine. You're fine. I'm ready. Do okay. it. Hit me with it. Green Frontier. The Chestnut okay. Man. <laughs> Abu Dhabi stories, dark desire. These are all very recent Netflix. Abu Dhabi stories sounds like something they absolutely would invest in. It's a romance show featuring a multi. It's probably even multiculturally produced. Um, Green Frontiers, a show about weed. What was the last one? Uh, Dark desire. That one feels almost too on the nose. And Chestnut Man <laughs> is some whoopsie-daisy goofy shit. Um, <laughs> the fucking the stamp is going. It's, it's, it won't stop. We've tried to shut it off, and it won't stop. The fucking ta-dum has gotten us. Um, Chestnut Man feels like it would be too easy for that one to be the one that's fake. 
So I'm going to say that Darkest Desire is the one that you made up. I'm afraid I did make up Abu Dhabi Story. Damn, good on you. Because I've seen other shows. Right, that are like that. city right? stories. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yep. Um, Dark Desire is a show that has two full seasons. <laughs> okay. Well, there are just multiple seasons of Dark Is Desire. Green Frontier about weed? Uh, it looked like people exploring. It's very hard. Okay, because when I click on these Netflix originals, they start playing. They don't take me mm-hmm. to, like, a show page. Um, yeah. So I think I just tripled the viewers for Dark Desire, actually, accidentally, <laughs> by trying to find out uh, what it was you. about before I just start watching it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why would you I guess, do assumedly, that? these things have IMDb pages, though I would not be surprised if there were some Netflix originals that just that just, just straight up did just not. Just avoid... Yeah. Uh, okay. All hold right. on. Uh, I'll IMDb them to see if I can. Come yeah, up with I'm trying any. to trying to do the same thing. Dark Desire. Mary Dalma spends a fateful weekend away from home that ignites passion, ends in tragedy, and leads her to question the truth about those close to her. So you know, that's uh-huh. a, that's a show. <laughs> do you gotta uh, see what's the up with the Chestnut Man? Gotta it... see what's up with the Chestnut Man. Uh, a young woman is found brutally murdered in a playground and one of her hands is missing. Above her hangs a small man made of chestnuts. <laughs> this is a chestnut man. You better watch out. You got The only way to defeat him is roasting him over an open fire. Who's in this show? When a young Bogota... This is Green Frontier. When a young Bogota-based detective gets drawn into the jungle to investigate four femicides, she uncovers magic and even an evil plot and her own true origins. Um, what? Okay. And she uncovers her own true origins. Okay. It's, oh, it's a mini-series. Okay. Sure. So if you want to learn the true origins of her, <laughs> if you want to learn more about the Chestnut Man, there's only one way, and that is to subscribe to Netflix.com for a measly $20 a month. Sure. So, um, Chestnut Man has incredible reviews people love the chestnut man he's so it's tasty a, it's a it's a denmark it's a uh danish made mm, okay danish starring show uh it's so imdb's always fucked me up because it's it's star system skews like mm-hmm. a 6.7 is an average movie a 7.7 is a good movie, and then, like, an 8.2 is incredible. Like, I've never seen anything above 8.5, except for the entire last season of Person of Interest. Um, mm-hmm. This has a 7.7. Yeah, over overall, as a, as a series. With, 40, with 43,000 ratings. What's our, what's our friends at the Shawshank Redemption? What's their current... Because uh, they were the number one film for so long. Yeah. It's won Danish Film Awards for Best wow. Actress, uh, Best Supporting Shawshank Actor. Redemption still sitting at a tidy 9.3. Oof. Okay. Well, all right. There's not many. Okay. That's what I meant. That's okay. I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> I was curious. I just wanted to see what was up. No, I don't. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. The top, the, the IMDb Top 250 is still about the same as last I checked. Uh, of course, as we all mm. know, The Dark Knight is the third best movie ever made. I mean... You're are you talking you're, you're talking to the wrong Forrest guy. Gump, disagree with the eleventh best movie ever made. What is the eleventh? Forrest Gump. All right. The eleventh best movie ever made. 
This is a popularity contest. I mean, <laughs> it's it, absolutely yes, not. It, it 100%. It's absolutely not like on the scale of craft. No, it's just, many, you know, uh, yeah. it's a very particular kind of movie that seems to do exceptionally well. There are plenty of good movies on this list. Not, you know, don't sure. don't hear me wrong here. Indubitably. Men, great movie. The Godfather 1 and 2, great, great movies, both of them. Um, yeah. Gladiator, the 37th best movie ever made. <laughs> it's just, it favors, <laughs> uh, let's call them crowd pleasers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It favors yeah. a very particular, also it favors, you know, films favored by the kinds, the age of people that are rating films on IMDb. Um, yeah, yeah. Top Gun Maverick, the 52nd best movie ever made. Number 52 out of all the films. Yeah. Also, that movie's been out for two months. And you're telling me that in two months, people have decided that that movie it's is the 52nd in the best last film. 120 years of filmmaking in the top 52. Goddamn, dude. Okay, so you just mentioned that. So this movie's been out for three months. Yeah. I just opened up Box Office Mojo. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick, number two at the box office. Still? <laughs> it has been out for three months. Okay. It is number two at the box office. It's kind of insane. It's also it's uh it's coming back out to theaters. It's coming back out to more. They're putting it back in IMAX. It never left right, yeah. theaters because it, right. it's obviously still playing. Um, you know, it's beating up the League of Super Pets. Just absolutely, you know, <laughs> putting those pets down. Um, okay. Stare. I'm just, just being mean to the rise. I'm sure it's a fine film for families. I just, you know, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing a thing here, Caleb. I know. Uh, you know, it stomped the minions pretty solidly. Um, although that was the latest daily, although last weekend minions out of the top five, everyone who wanted to see the minions, they've seen it. Yeah. You know, they've all, they've everyone all else will out. wait until it's on whatever. For sure. Anyone that hasn't films. already seen it, it will go directly to whatever, you know, Nope quietly collected a hundred million domestic as we suspected it would. People love Jordan Peele. People want to see yep. what that guy's going to think of next. Yep. Quietly raking that up. Uh, bullet train Scooping. doing fine. It's a little hit. That train is choo chooing to box Hell office yeah. success. Hell yeah. Gotta but, love uh, it. but uh, Top Gun Maverick, uh, sitting at a cool $676,000 domestic at 1.3 billion worldwide. Oof. Got a one point, a cool 1.3 billion. People will go watch anything, won't they? Are you, I'm sorry, are you, uh, you about to talk down on, uh, uh, action masterpiece Top Gun Maverick? Nope. I'm okay. merely pointing out that, like, Top Gun Maverick is a movie that has, I would have imagined initially, a pretty specific audience. You would and, have thought, but obviously. And everyone's has, going to see it. Everyone's going to go see it because, you know, word of mouth on this thing is great. It's gr like people leaving the theater. They're like, this is great. This is a great picture. <laughs> Um, lots of people who are going to see it who have not seen the original Top Gun, um, yeah. or have only recently seen the original Top Gun so that they could go see Top Gun Maverick. Which um, is entirely people, unnecessary, but people go, are going to see it multiple times, but I also think a huge part of this is, and I'm going to phrase this delicately, the other 
big franchise action movies of this year have not been overwhelming audience successes. Sure. I think uh, there are plenty of people that like Doctor Strange, and obviously that movie made, you know, a bunch of money. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, uh, but that movie, you know, made a, a, a good chunk of change, but is like, you know, uh, perhaps a bit divisive. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder did not... Uh, receive overwhelming, you know, uh, a yeah. response. Was there another Marvel movie so far this year? Am I missing one? Um, uh, Thor and Doctor Strange, and that's it. Okay, that's it. There's another, I at least a minimum of one more coming later this year. Black Panther's November. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that will actually probably be pretty good. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> right, uh, but what I'm saying is movies. two Marvel movies have come out since Top Gun. And they're both pretty gone already. Like, like Doctor Strange is already streaming. Uh, did not cross the billion dollar threshold worldwide, which I think is significant for Marvel because they were hitting that number pretty is it? consistently. It is. They were hitting that number pretty consistently with everything. With like the I thought worst they hit that with like the movies Avengers in their and franchise. What? I thought they hit that with like the Avengers and Spider Man. No, Captain Marvel made a billion, a cool no. billion. It did. No. Look it up. No Fucking <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Obviously, that was a pre-pandemic world, but still, I think I think it is a, a significant marker to note that it did not cross the the billion dollar threshold. Um, I or, guess it, it still could. Ragnarok is at 14 with 8 of 54. Guardians 2, 863. Homecoming, 880. Multiverse of Madness, 954. That's a billion dollar movie. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Captain Marvel, 1.1. Thank you. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Far Thank From you. Home, 1.13. Uh, Civil War, 1.15. Wow, a lot of these are very close. Iron Man 3, 1.2. Hell yeah, Panther, baby. 1.35. Sure. No Way Home, 1.9. Good lord. Yeah, that movie, a lot that of people went to go see lot. that thing, huh? A lot of yeah. people went to go see, a lot of, a lot of folks left, put, got put the got a babysitter for that one, huh? Age of Ultron, 1.4. Why is that above No Way Home, which was 1.9? Anyway, someone fudged. Uh, weird, weirdly laid out a list. Avengers, 1.5. Is No Way Home the highest grossing? No. Infinity War, 2.05 Infin- 2. 2. and Endgame, 2.8. And John, yeah, of course. 2.8. Only, only outgrossed by the by the beautiful Navi of the planet of Pandora. Only because they fucking re-released it, right? Uh they re-released like, Endgame uh, too. Like I don't know. I don't <laughs> like, fucking know. You shouldn't counts. be able to add to your all-time list if you do a theatrical re-release. Ten. I think years you're after also forgetting that Avatar ran for like a fucking year. No, it continuously. Yeah, it ran so long. It ran like Maverick long. <laughs> like it was. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is still going to be in theaters like this time next year. <laughs> Only to be knocked off by. Oh my God, we're getting an Avatar movie this year, aren't we? Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, oh, yeah, I just got so uncontrollably horny. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Rev me up, Daddy. Take me back to Pandora, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I want, want to swim in the seas of Pandora, Jimmy. Oh, that's going to be great. 
It's gonna be I wonder great. how many people call James Cameron Jimmy Ca- Jimmy Cams. I would never fucking dare. If he was in front of me, he would be Sir. <laughs> <laughs> if I met James Cameron, I would address him only as Sir. Sorry, Stephen, call me Sir. Sorry, it's a Spider-Man reference. Seem topical. Seem topical. Is that the new Trust Spider-Man? The most recent? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't see that one. That's why I didn't understand that reference. I'm he sorry. tries to call Doctor Strange. Doctor Steve. Strange at, at one point, and he's like, it, it's, we've saved the world, or the universe together. You could call me by my first name. And he goes, all right, thanks, Stephen. And he goes, weird. And then later he fucks up, and he goes, Stephen, I'm sorry. And he goes, call me, sir. And he, <laughs> It's funny. Okay. Anyway. Let's, let's call our callback, folks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. For the, the, the select few who listen to this podcast and also remember things from Marvel movies. I think it's... Just like most people on Earth. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, probably. No, then most people that just don't listen to this podcast. Most people on Earth no, are, went yeah. to go see the Spider-Man film. I am the outlier. 1.9 billion is a, is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It wasn't like even a dollar money. per person on, on Earth. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, right, I guess most people on Earth did not um, did not go <laughs> see the film. Uh, but you understand, you understand my meaning. Feels like everyone on Earth did. Um and I, Might as well be everyone on Earth. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, yeah, Top Gun. Uh, check it out. <laughs> Head on yes. over to your local multiplex. It's playing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a going. Uh, it's not playing. to Not to derail the conversation further, but I know no, no, that no, I please. ended our last episode by dropping a bit of a knowledge bomb, Ooh. which was that I had seen uh, everything everywhere all at once. Finally. And then was yes. like, bye. Uh, yeah, we did it for movie night. Um, it was between that or the gray man and my buddy Jabril was like gray man. And I was like, no, <laughs> I will not be engaging with the gray man. I will watch that. Uh, Give me a but... more colorful man. <laughs> yeah, right. I will watch that, but come on. We watched everything everywhere all at once. And what a I picture. sat in my living room in tears for about yeah. 30 minutes after everybody left. Just yep. fucking what? You know, even though you've broken my heart once again, in another life, there's nothing I would rather do than laundry and taxes with you. It's so great, dude. It's what a what a great picture. It's so great. What a wonderful film. It's so, so great. Many, so many great creative moments. A solid uh, hit unto itself. You know, highest grossing film in A24 history. The people love it. The people, it's great. I think, it seems, you know, I'm, I'm painting with a... With a you know a broad brush here, it seems like people are like, give me something new. They're weird. I think they're a little tired of like the same thing. Obviously, again, the 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 various franchise machines continue to pump out and and they're successful unto themselves. But people went to go see this movie. It's a little hit. Yeah, and it's a movie where like. <laughs> What's people crazy is like, people went to go see this movie, and it was hard to see if you weren't on the coasts for a while. Yeah, it slowly like has trickled out into the into the 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 rest of the country, you know. And I I, do, I don't even know the rest of the world. And actually, the the international numbers are not large, so it does seem like perhaps it was a limited international release. Um, but I don't know, it, and it's still playing. That's the thing. Like I can go to any movie theater here in New York. And there's hmm. still a screen playing everything everywhere all at once. That's awesome. And that movie came out five months ago. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That movie's great. Holy shit. That movie's it's great. great. I can't it's get over how good K. Hai Kwan was. He was like, so wonderful. He really was. Like, what the fuck? 
How did we not give this man more roles that were meaningful until now? I got, I got bad news about Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, has nothing to do with racism and everything to do with racism. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so wild shit. He's so good. He's so wonderful. The, like, Michelle simultaneous, Yeoh, of the, course. The, the climax of the movie, which is the, like, simultaneous multiversal him making a point uh-huh. where, like, he's like, I, I don't know what's going on, and somehow I still feel like it's all my fault, but we need to be kind. And then, like, the other version of him that's a CEO who's like, you'd think that by being an optimist, I'm naive. And maybe I am. But also, it's how I survive. It's strategic and necessary. That's his weapon. Uh, his weapon is being nice. <laughs> fuck me, dude. Uh, there's a very funny glitch on Box Office Mojo that says that everything, everywhere, all at once will come out in Hungary on April 29th, uh, 2374. <laughs> Which I think, which is funny. It somehow already made nine hundred thousand dollars. Someone came back from the we have ni- to sh- ninety thousand. Someone came back from the future and told us. How we much have to screenshot that image and then upload it to the blockchain. You know, because it can never be destroyed. So that when aliens find us in approximately three hundred, they know when to release years, this film in in Hungary. I they think know it's a, to, yeah. A bold claim to assume the human race will be around in the year 2374. That's about oh. where I'm at. All right. Having a good week, it sounds like. No, I just Having listen. a good last three years, let's be I honest. I read the news. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've read the papers. I don't, I don't like what I see. No. Uh, 2374, that's very funny. Who was it? That made a movie. I think Tilda Swinton is in it, and we don't get to watch it for 100 years. Who did that? What? Someone made that a movie. That sounds wild. And like put it in a time capsule and said that we don't get to watch it for either 50 or 100 years. How do what I Google this? F- Tilda yeah. Swinton. Time capsule movie. Time capsule. I don't know if it's in a like a literal time capsule. Time capsule movie. Um, oh, I just saw a Tilda Swinton movie last night. What is that? I just saw a Tilda Swinton movie last night. Was it 3,000 Years of Longing? It was. Oh, my God. I, I want to see it so bad. It's very good. I loved I it so much. I want to see it so bad. Idris Elba is magnetic. Duh. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. But it's so good. Oh, it's great. I love it. It comes out early in New York next week. Like I have a ticket for next Thursday. Oh yeah. Um, Kev, it's so good that I, in a theater full of critics, I generally don't interact with. Um, because I, uh, (laughs) I actually stayed after to argue with a guy why the ending was very good. Because he said it felt like it was fucking lazy, and I was like, excuse me. Let me, you're wrong. Let me explain why. And I think I, you know, Kev, I think I won. Yeah, you fucking stuck it to him. You got him. <laughs> Work the body. Shiv him. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds great. Um, I'm really excited for it. I could not find this film. Tilda Swinton movie. The like, cause like Googling any amount of time and Tilda Swinton is giving me ads for 3000 years of longing. Yeah. Uh, it, this is proving very difficult. Tilda, Tilda Swinton delayed movie. No, it's 3,000 years of longing. I hate 
The algorithm is 100 be Years is an upcoming experimental science fiction film written by John Malkovich. It's due to be released November 18th, 2115. 2115? Wow. It's you're... called The Movie You Will Never See. You did some great fucking Googling there, King. Uh, I searched Movie Won't Come Out for 50 Years. Damn. <laughs> Good job. Sometimes, uh, sometimes that's yeah. it. John Malkovich, 2115. Written by John Malkovich, directed by Robert Rodriguez. What? Starring, yep. What yep. if it sucks? I mean. <laughs> what if future society, the people, the, the human race of 2115, they're like, finally, we can open the vault. We can see what Robert and Ma- and John have prepared for us. And they fucking pop it in. You know, they pop in the fucking Blu-ray of this movie, put in the DCP for a nice projection. And it comes up and they're like, this thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this movie sucks. How do they guarantee that this comes out? In a hundred years. It's an excellent question. Is there like a Back to the Future 2 guy? Pending release. I got this. Pending release. The film is being kept in a high-tech safe behind bulletproof glass. It will open automatically on November 18th, 2115, the day of the film's premiere. 1,000 guests from around the world, including Malkovich and Rodriguez, have received a pair of invitation tickets made of metal for the premiere, which they can hand down to their descendants. Oh, all right. That's pretty sick. That's the safe in which a hundred years sick. is kept was showcased at the 2016 Cannes Film Festival and various other cities before being returned to Cognac, France, and the Louis the Thirteenth cellars. That's pretty fucking dude. That's fucking rad. <laughs> Get fucking getting handed down an invitation as like a family heirloom of like you get to go see this. You well, not even you. Your your children or your grandchildren get to go see this movie. A song, 100 Years, is said by Louis XIII Cognac to have been composed for them by Pharrell Williams and performed live once at a private party. Louis XIII Cognac has promised that the recording of the song will be, will be issued in 2117. I'm sorry, Louis XIII Cognac is a real guy who is currently living? Is he a rap man? I'm looking it up right now. The way it was sounded, I was like, okay, old French king got a got it, understood. But now <laughs> Oh, I think it's a I think it's a specific liquor made by Remy Martin. Oh. It's a specific liquor. Speaking was this movie a fucking publicity stunt? It's being kept I think it I think now it now it's coming back to me that it was sponsored by this liquor. You're kidding me. A hundred years, and over and over, it's gonna be an ad. You wait a hundred years for the ad to load. Apparently, Robert Rodriguez said, "I was making several short films for them. Them, I'm assuming being the uh, Cognac Martin. And oh, after no. I finished that one first, we sh- we shot that one first. I thought that was gonna be a commercial or something. And when I showed them the movie, they said, "Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's the one we lock away." And I said, "What? That's the one you lock away." What about the other one with the future? And they said, no, that's the commercial. <laughs> ah! And film inspired by the hundred years it takes to make a bottle of Louis Thirteen. That's why. <laughs> there you go. It's as they released as three that. teaser trailers. Retro, nature, and future. That are viewable? Question mark? On YouTube.com? I assume. Maybe they're on Vimeo. Preserve <laughs> that fucking fidelity. They would, they would be on Vimeo. 
100 percent uh okay it's called 100 years film trailer uh the retro nature and future uh well i have io9 here 100 years the movie you'll never see teaser this one's future this one's nature where's retro there it is okay but all of the previews are the same all of the previews are this one shot of john malkovich holding some fancy liquor interesting all right welcome to the welcome to the advanced media studies commentary of uh the 100 years movie you'll never see future teaser <laughs> okay so malkovich directed this bad boy camera why did i think it was tilda this seems like something she would do robert okay. rodriguez directed john malkovich wrote so there's in words oh my god this cgi is gonna age so good this cgi future is gonna age so good and already oh look at this crisp looking red box movie (laughs) (laughs) oh my god shit okay this is i don't think this is in the picture wow that's some fine aged cognac I gotta look these up. Sorry, I am watching. I'm watching Future. Some bad actor just showed up. I assume he works at the company. (laughs) I assume he's a cognac salesman. Yeah, they should... Someone should leak this. (laughs) So... (laughs) I need... Release... Release the cognac cut. <laughs> oh my god. Are you watching it? Are you experiencing oh. this? In a hundred years? That's what you think things are going to look like? That's what it's going to look like, Caleb. It's going to be space cars. Remember the last time we thought everything was going to be cool space cars? And how it worked out Why really are they well? walking so fast? Oh, I don't know. Slow down. <laughs> They had a thing that was set up 100 years in advance and they almost showed up late. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I overslept. <laughs> Fucking Army of Darkness alternate ending. Hashtag not coming soon. Eat your fucking heart out, Elon bet, Musk. Bet this movie fucking rules. You do? This, That's no. what you bet? <laughs> I bet, bet this How movie. much do you want to bet, Kev? Bet this movie kicks ass. Oh god. This is going to be it can't be the it can't not be the best movie I've ever seen if I don't actually get to see it. It just feels mm-hmm. like a movie made by people that suck farts through gilded snifters. Like what the f- just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, thank you for following me down that <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> god god only no. <laughs> How the fuck did we get to this place? The last thing I closed out of on this tab was highest grossing MCU movies. How are we here, though? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to. Oh, I'm oh, gonna, oh like... I know how we got here. It was everything, everywhere, all at once, <laughs> releasing in Romania or Hungary. Oh, and Hungary. 2374. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, uh, shit. For sure. <laughs>
Uh, this is, of course, Advanced Media Studies, the podcast where we aim to talk about every single piece of pop <laughs> culture it? ever created one week at a time. We are covering every piece of pop culture ever created, even ones that don't come out for 100 years. Hashtag not coming soon. Only 95 years left, and I think medical science will allow me to make this film the last thing I ever see. Please, God. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking Danny Ocean one of those metal tickets. Yes. <laughs> That's what Ocean's 14's about. Oh, Margot Robbie's, like, period European heist film? Wait, that's a thing? No. Okay, well, they're allegedly rebooting Oceans again. But this time it's like a period European... uh, No, like the 60s or something like that. Um, And it's it's Margot Robbie. um, and, uh, And I am one of your hosts. TV's Kevin Lanigan. Uh, you rejoin us now as we <laughs> as we finally finished this book. <laughs> we we yeah. did it. This short ass book. We the it, uh, Goodreads told me it took us three months to read this fucking book. Um, Hell yeah! In our uh, podcast life, the podcast and everything. Uh, I am one of your hosts. Uh, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and I don't really need to know the actual answer to life, the universe, and everything. I just need one that sounds good on talk shows. <laughs> oh, man. I'm Caleb, uh, the daddy host, the host with the most kids. And uh, you know what? The first, For the first time, I forgot to bring my book down. And for the first time, Oops. I had this read three days before when we were supposed to record... <laughs> then we pushed it. So I don't have a quote. I'm sorry, I'm a bad person. It's really fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. You're not fired. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I guess I could just say they're going to murder us. They're going to murder us. See, I don't want to murder you. I'm I'm a good cop. <laughs> I'm a, one of the nice ones. <laughs> I, would, I have to kill you, but I'll feel bad about it later. <laughs> I feel Douglas really Adams. bad about it. Like this, Adam say a cab. We're not. We're not those meatheads. We write novels. <laughs> <laughs> we're nice to our girlfriends. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, that exchange is so funny. Uh, it's great. This book was so funny, Caleb. It's great. I. I... Also, it ends pretty uh, unspectacularly. Just kind of ends. <laughs> it just kind of ends, and I was like, this was. I, I I didn't look it up. I meant to. How uh-huh. quick between Hitchhiker's Guide and Restaurant at the End of the Universe, or Diner at the End, whatever the next one's called, how quick between, or after the first did the second come out? So, uh, that's a complicated question. Um, okay. and, <laughs> and, uh, and I will explain why. Um... So, uh, first, let me look up the answer to your question. Uh, just, just real quick. One year. Um, one year. Seventy-nine so and some. eighty. But the reason it's a complicated question is because the radio show that predated these novels the the first book is only the first four episodes of a six episode radio drama, um, and the fourth episode ends differently. And the fifth episode, they go to the restaurant at the end of the universe. So people were already kind of familiar with it before this book even came out. Interesting. Um, so, so yeah. So it's a little different 
Um, the, the ending is different. It doesn't resolve this way, um, in the, in the radio show or the, uh, BBC miniseries, which is an adaptation of not the book, uh, but of the radio show. And, um, yeah, so it's a, so it's a whole thing. Uh, anyway, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and, uh, and it's, and and another thing any good. Is that the Ian Colfer one? Yeah. I've never read it, uh, because, I one, I think the ending of Mostly Harmless is fine. Um, I also don't want to read Hitchhikers not written by Douglas Adams. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, he's <laughs> this he's can't the star of this. And I have no issue with Ian Culver. I used to read those fucking Artemis Fowl books as a kid all the time. I love those things. The supernaturalist, yeah. you know, I, I I was a Culver guy. But um have no interest in this in this uh f- book series without um the 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 original writer without douglas um it's different for like there are a lot of born books that have come out after robert ludlum died yeah. uh and similar and to, me, to tom clancy books tom clancy there are some non fleming uh james bonds you know like there are other people that have had like their legacies continue on often they have already picked their successor before they even pass on uh, but Douglas Adams, uh, no offense, did not pick Ian Colfer, um, and uh, neither did I. Though I am curious <laughs> to uh, see what it's about. I've never looked it up before, but I, I cannot sit here and read an entire Wikipedia something. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, but I am going to leave that tab open. So between this recording and my playing Wildermyth, I will read the summary of this novel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Please. I will read. Maybe if there was a, a third host here, I would be able to sit here and read this. But there's yeah, not. There's no one for me to like, just air words at. There's no one for you to that. banter with. Um, apparently, he wrote two games? Uh, well, the Hitchhiker's Game and Starship Titanic, right? Created an interactive fiction version of Hitchhiker's Guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, participate it's in a like a it's a text session. adventure game it's punishing yeah. we should do a let's play we should do our <laughs> yes. first let's yes. play of that game and i can just watch you tear yes. your beard out <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he did a week-long brainstorming session with lucasfilm games for the game labyrinth he's also involved in creating bureaucracy as a parody of events in his own life oh uh, he was a founder, director, and chief fantasist. God, tech companies come up with dumb fucking job titles. Chief fantasist. Of the Digital Village, uh, which he created Starship Titanic. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Starship Titanic, of which there is also a book, but it has been long out of print, so I have not really been able to track that down. Uh, he also anyway. wrote and presented a TV documentary program, Hyperland, which featured mm. Tom Baker as a software agent, similar to the assistant pictured in Apple's Knowledge Navigator video of future concepts from 87, and interviews Ted Nelson, the co-inventor of Hypertext and the person who coined the term. Adams was an early adopter and advocate of Hypertext. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Douglas Adams did not write um, the book for Starship Titanic, but it was written based on the game by Terry Jones, one of the members of Monty Python. All right. 
I mean, if anybody was going to do it. Yeah, right? If you're going to get someone to do it, that's that's not a bad way to go. Uh, Douglas Adams also did write Last Chance to See, which is a nonfiction book about endangered species. All right. He loved right. animals. He was an animal guy. Yeah, Richard Dawkins like was friends with him, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. They were fucking bros. Fucking great. They're fucking cool dudes. Um, anyway, yeah, I should play Starship Titanic one day. But it's not infuriating at all. I'll watch a no. playthrough of Starship Titanic. I think. Yeah, one of the let's, one of the commentary let's playthroughs, please. Let's be realistic about what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to watch someone else play this game. I am at a very I'm at a very specific point in my gaming life where it's like, all right, what are we playing? We're playing games I've already played, and we are playing games and genres that are I'm very familiar with, and I that do not require in the moment reflexes. Yeah. I am playing tactical RPGs. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing Wildermyth. I'm playing XCOM. I'm playing Banner Saga. I do not. I do not. Gaming cannot take complex thought or action from me right now. Yeah, uh, I feel that. I've been in those modes. I um, I just finished Guardians of the Galaxy this weekend. I fucking good game. Oh, that's right. You did finish it before me. I did. Yeah, it's I did it good. A while ago. It's good. It's good. Really I, this fun. summer has been the summer of doing shit I wish I'd done before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's good. I liked it a lot. Good game. Really charming character stuff. Mm. Really well, really funny. One of the funniest video Why? games. Right? Like, video I've games are played. pretty hard pressed to be actually genuinely funny. Because and... it requires timing, and video games fuck up timing all the time. You know, it's like it's yeah, hard it's to true. time jokes when the player has so much, um, so much action, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's really funny. It's true. Good character stories. Great. Like I loved all the ensemble. You know, I loved man. I loved Cosmo. Seeing my boy. Cosmo, my, Guardians my, of Galaxies. Guardian of Galaxies. I am Cosmo. I love him. Okay. Uh, he's gonna be in Guardians Three. Hell yeah! Oh, he was in Guardians One. Uh, yeah, fair enough. The collector did did have him, and I'm glad we finally. finally I hope we get. I hope we get Cosmo running nowhere, Cosmo, because the collector's dead, right? Sure. Our sweet yeah. boy Benicio was Thanos didn't he didn't Thanos give Thanos the stone right? No, yeah, I think he. There's got a moment got. where we see him in the cage, and then Thanos like pulls reality back, and he's like dead. Right, right. I think that's right. It's been a minute. Right. I want while. yeah. I want Cosmo running the galaxy. Cosmo. The. Yeah, and it's uh, it's Maria nowhere, Baklova. Sorry. Um, from... Wait, this is, like, confirmed confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Maria Baklova, and it's, um, who who is in Borat 2, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Wait, Cosmo's voiced by a woman? By a lady. But Wait, the, you hold know, on. She is actually, like, Russian or Eastern European or something. Uh, Bulgarian. Hey, hello. Which means the accent won't suck. <laughs> I mean, she was, you know... It was fine in Bodies, 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 which I just watched, you know? Is that, was like, that, is that movie good? I had a fun time with it. thought it was fun. Uh, the characters were annoying, but in a way that I didn't really like, want them to die, they were so annoying. And also it was like, I know these people. I've met Yeah, I've met all of y'all before. In this yeah. way. But there is a yeah. moment, there's a scene late in the movie. I won't spoil Bodies, 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 but like tensions are high. And they're just like screaming tiktok phrases at each other they're just like gross you're gaslighting oh you're toxic oh mental health is so important and i like 
I had an aneurysm and I died. <laughs> oh no! Like, well, you're doing it. quite well for such a well, such a grim prognosis. Stop yelling these words at me. But We're, like, what if we didn't? Please, we are thanks. a maximum of six months away from a a full movie just being like people doing the worst dance you've ever seen and then pointing <laughs> at words as they appear on screen. We yeah. are someone is making that movie right now. Well, I mean, we got an emoji movie, Kev, so anything's possible. No, anything. We've already sunk as low as we can go. <laughs> why? They why made not a movie about emojis, and there. they made a movie about emojis, and Sir Patrick Stewart played the poop emoji. Played poop. Uh, though my man's been slumming for sixty years. You know, he'll do anything. He'll do anything. Um, I don't even know if it's slumming. I think he's. I think he's the British fucking Shakespeare acting school trained version of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he just he likes it. It's what he just, he just does it because he, he's having fun and works his ass off. He's having a great time. And yeah. who who am I to judge Patrick Stewart's choices? The check fucking cleared, didn't it? Yeah, and he's <laughs> become like two of the most iconic characters in sci-fi right? slash comic history. fiction history. Yeah, he is so inextricable from from X Men and Charles Star Xavier. Trek. Yeah. yeah, he is yeah. so like that is what people think of see yep. and hear when there are rumors that like Giancarlo Esposito's in talks to play Xavier which I'm down for Interesting. but also any apprehension I have in my body is because like but it's gotta be Patrick Stewart I know but he so old but he did it this year Kev <laughs> and he sat in a chair for 30 seconds <laughs> yeah and was and was summarily dispatched yeah he was I didn't see the picture but I is my understanding he does not have a long appearance <laughs> nope not at all I saw that clip where she fucking silly putty John Krasinski and I was like I gotta get around <laughs> to this movie at some point spaghetti to man made oh, what happened well, out a guy that. it's very funny made play-doh hair out of a dude yep Oops. Good for her. <laughs> Flex, queen. Yeah, you go off. <laughs> kill, kill those men, queen. <laughs> uh, girl, <laughs> the, uh, one, of the, one of the great tweets. Um, girl doing some socio- sociopathic shit. Her gaze. Honestly, work. <laughs> Honestly, work. Honestly, work. Work? Yeah. Um, great. So anyway, since our last time, we read 20 more pages. <laughs> we finished the book. Uh, finished the you, book. Um, you found out the true nature of the Earth. You found out that the Earth is actually a computer conceptualized by deep thought to generate to, to the generate ultimate the question. question yes, that the which number is 42 a, was the answer to. It's a fun inversion of we are always looking for the ultimate answer. But what's the question? Right. And then, How does this sit with you? And then, and then, the, and then this computer. Moments before it reached five its minutes before purpose, it was reached its ultimate was goal. obliterated by the Vogons because they <laughs> to needed make to a make a fucking interstellar uh, highway. How does yes. this feel to you? What's up? How does that? How does that sit? That is it. That is. Oh, the it's, fu- of it's funny as fuck. It's funny. Because like I've lived thirty years on this planet. And seen things do exactly this, which is all plans seem fine until, ah, uh, shit. And then make new plans based on all shit that happened before. 
only for those plans to go ah oh, shit that's just life yeah i've i've made it's wicked before. life yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah sure yeah I any am, creative I am, person actually should I understand am that two weeks out from a film shoot uh so that is the exact mode that i am in right now where it's like it is my job uh to overthink everything and over conceptualize every possible avenue so that yes. when we actually get there it's fine exactly Exactly. That's my job. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. You the know. last time I did this, we finished three hours early. Ooh. So hire me for your film shoots. I am efficient. I will, in fact, cut down on some I of am that budget. Getting shit done. Done. While still having a good time and not yeah. being a big jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say being a big bitch, but. No, I'm always... Jerk works, too. You've met me. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm always a big bitch. I can't help it. I'm a big bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's fine. Say. Hey, <laughs> live it up. Live it up, honestly. If you can be, flex that power, because not everybody can. Absolutely. 100%. Yes, so uh, the world was destroyed, but it's being rebuilt. The people of Agathea rebuilding the Earth um, exactly as it was, except it will not have one Arthur Dent and one Trisha McMillan, because they're off. To meet the restaurant yeah. at the end of the universe. They're off to see the wizard. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I want to just keep reading, right? Because I know it continues, and I have the book that has them all. Yep. Uh, also, I'm struck by the thought that there are people that, like, read this and were excited about what's next and a little maybe let down by the ending and did not live to the next book. I think about that sometimes. I think about that sometimes. Like, someone saw Infinity War, didn't see Endgame. They don't, so they, so as far as they know, Spider-Man fucking stayed dust. Yeah. So, yeah, I always think about those things. Uh, so, I don't, I, I want to be cautious saying things like I was disappointed, because I don't think I was. I, it was a subversion of my expectations, which is, it just, after thought, feels yeah. like, duh. It's just, of and, course and I think, was. you know, there's a way we expect some uh, like a sci-fi novel to end, like a big comedy of galactic proportions to end. Yeah, and like, there's no giant chase sequence. It's just they have one mostly verbal standoff with a pair of <laughs> cops who just die suddenly. Yeah, um, and we Which found out incredible. that it's, <laughs> it's because, because it's fucking Marvin bored their ship to the point of. Killing itself? <laughs> it killed itself. It got so, so bored. Oh, it's fucking incredible. This is a good bit. And, and yeah, so there's there's all of that. Um, so who got off the ship after them? The mice. Was it the mice? Okay. It was the mice. Oh, they were the mice that... Um, the cage broke. The, the mice got out. That, those what's, her na- what's her name had? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trillion. Trillion. I wanted to say Trish. Whatever. Trisha McMillan. You were there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I was right. You were there. You got it. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I was like, they were her mice and they were actually not mice that she saved, but that they positioned themselves specifically so that she may be persuaded to save them, seeing them helpless so that she would eventually bring them to precisely where they wanted to be. Master plan. Yes. It's very funny. I, I, what I thought about the whole time, uh, they were describing the mice running everything is there's this, um, very, funny love death robots um episode about oh, what is it called what, what the episode's called is really unimportant but it's a, it runs through alternate 
pasts that lead to alternate futures all revolving around when and how Hitler died? I literally, okay, I was literally, I went to go see my friend's, like, concert recently, and it was in a bar. The bar was playing that episode of Love, Death, Robots, and none of the assembled people, like, knew, like, knew, had seen this before, so we were all like, what, what the fuck the is going on? fuck is this Hitler <laughs> cartoon that is Incredible. on in this bar? Amazing. And it was Love, Death, Robots. I eventually intuited that. Sure. But, That's yes. Extremely funny. But no, there's a there's a one of the outcomes is that Hitler was struck by an asteroid, which was actually a precursor to a coming asteroid that would wipe out the surface dwelling life on Earth and all that survived were a species of rats that lived underground that then evolve over ten thousand years to gain sentience and then their own government, and then they nuke themselves to death 3,000 years later or something like that. Uh, Those dirty and the rats. entire time they described the mice running shit in this book, I was like, oh, it's them. It's those mice. <laughs> it's them love-death robots mice. And the reality is that the love-death robot, robots mice are actually these mice, because I'm sure nobody working on love-death robots is as naive as me and has not read one of the sci-fi staples. I'm sure uh, they're are plenty of people. I guarantee no, you there are plenty yeah, sure, of people. Yeah, sure, sure. You're, you're giving but yourself a At least the director or writer or both of the episode didn't, yeah. uh, didn't leave That's, that out. It's truly like me with Asimov and Philip K. Dick and Arthur C. Clarke, where I'm like, I haven't read any of this. I don't know when I'm going to get around to these yeah. masters of this of this. Uh, genre I've seen that I the movies. So if that's okay, it's probably not. But um, you haven't seen iRobot with Will Smith and no, I've one... seen fucking iRobot. Okay, that's. Well, I'm it's sure not, it's, it's a very faithful adaptation. No, it's actually like three stories from the iRobot book, which is I'm an sure anthology. It's strict, right down the middle adaptation. Yeah, Asimov yeah, yeah. loved writing fucking crazy car chases. You've seen shit. Minority Report, Total Recall, and Blade Runner, so you've seen some Philip K. Dick material. I've seen some dick material. Don't Scanner say that. Don't say that right, sentence. Listen. Hey, I've seen some dick material. Don't I've you? seen some dick material. I've yeah. seen some fucking, I know what those things are made of. Um, uh, yeah, so I have seen that. God, Has any Arthur C. Clarke been turned into movies? 2001 A Space Odyssey. I haven't right? seen that. Am I wrong about that? I haven't that seen him? that, and I need to. It is that Arthur? was no, you're right. Okay, um, C. Clark. Wasn't Oops. Contact also Arthur C. Clark? That sounds right. <laughs> or was that... that fucking Sagan? Was that based on like a short story by Sagan? Looking it up, he wrote all the 2001 books. I'm looking up Contact right now. This was written by somebody important. It was based on a novel by Carl Sagan. Oh, there you go. Okay, you were right. You were right. That guy loved stars. Yeah. And <laughs> he this, loved and outer the stuff space. that made them. What a crazy guy. What a loony. Uh, what a loony. <laughs> what a fucking loony. I've noticed that when I do my like, gravelly British accent, it just comes out fucking... Uh, I forgot his name. The big gravelly guy from Top Gear. Not oh, I don't know. I've not. I've not seen Cops Gear. I'm sorry. Did you say Cops Gear? 
I did, but not on purpose. <laughs> I thought you like. I thought that was a nickname for it that I didn't know, and I was like, "Oh no, no these, why? These guys are fucking cops. Fucking cops. <laughs> they look. They uh, love cop cars." <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um, it's Richard Hammond, James May, and I don't know. It just comes out sounding like him. No, oh, okay. the car. That voice. I love uh, getting in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Love bringing the lorry around. The Grand Tour. Not Jeremy sure. Jeremy Clarkson. Jer- there you go. Who sounds like he would sound like that. Um. Anyway, yes. So anyway. Arthur C. Clarke, nah, I haven't encountered any. I haven't encountered any of his story directly. Yeah. I'm sure I've encountered lots of it indirectly. Yeah, uh, Philip K. Dick, lots of directly. Scanner Darkly and yeah, lots of adaptations. Lots of, of adaptations work. of his work, uh, including a show like, on man. Amazon that I didn't watch. Which was? I think it was called "Do uh, 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 Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep." Whoa! Oh, of course, Blade Runner. Yeah, but it was like an anthology of all of the little stories of his that no one ever does. Oh, okay. Dick show. There was recently a very big budget uh, Asimov adaptation on Apple TV Plus. There was Foundation. Oh fuck! Yes, Foundation. Wow, great. Uh, Electric Dreams. It was just called Electric Dreams. Oh okay. And it had Brian Cranston and uh, Terrence Howard and the chick <laughs> sure. from uh, the True chick Blood. From the chick Anna from... Paquin. Oh, she's from many things. Yeah, the, my brain, my brain, my brain said True Blood. Uh, yeah, she she's is in also, True Blood. She was also Rogue. Rogue good. Right? Rogue, Rogue way. Weird. And Richard, and Richard Madden. Yes, very okay. weird. Okay. And Richard Madden, and Steve Buscemi, and Greg hey. Kinnear. Hey! And Essie Davis, who I've seen before, but cannot put my thumb on where. Sounds, sounds familiar. Was she Mom Stark? No. Do not I don't, ask me to I don't fucking Tony know, Stark's mate. Mom. <laughs> no, not Tony Stark. Sorry, Rob Stark from Game of Thrones. Oh, I realized the error of my ways, and no, she was not Catelyn. Uh, she's the mom Cat- in Babadook. Duke, Duke. Bad, he wears bad. a little hat. Duke. That's all I know about the Babadook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this cast is great. Greg Kinnear, Essie Davis, Liam sure. Cunningham, Mel Rodriguez, Timothy Spall. But it is uh, the, the state of the streaming landscape uh, that I've never heard point. about it until now. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's no how it one, goes. Amazon was not concerned with whether or not I actually watched it. Nope. Amazon wasn't concerned whether or not millions of people watched The Expanse. They still fucking canceled it. So, you know, it's Amazon. You can't expect a company that, made, that built its back off of running small businesses out of business. Uh... To stand by things that aren't huge. Yeah. Shameful as it may be. Uh, but no, back, sorry, back to your original comment of not experiencing uh, uh, the work of, you know, authors. Uh, the, we, we, we established a long time ago that uh, the old, give me your nerd card because you haven't seen or read blank is bullshit. Get so, me out of, get that fucking shit out of my face. We all haven't fucking read and seen a bunch of shit. Move on. Because we all have Netflix. (laughs) 
yeah, what? Like, we all have other things that we're doing. Yeah. You know, who, like, who actually oh, gives you, a shit? You haven't seen this movie? You must not like movies. It's How like, no, dare no, you? Just, <laughs> like, well, there's bro, a lot of fucking movies out there. Yeah, there's a lot I of movies. I haven't seen all of them. And also, I'm a human, which means I have one TV show I watch always <laughs> that gets in the <laughs> way of me like, watching anything new ever. I got like a couple things going on that aren't like watching TV shows. Have you heard of TikTok? I've I've heard of it. Yeah, it seems I spend bad. a lot of time there, not watching sure. things. <laughs> yeah, you're watching people go. I'm doing a bad dance for all you all you <laughs> listeners at home. I was like, how are you? We going to explain what it is you're people doing? People doing that's it. Shit like this. I can't see it. <laughs> Your camera's not oh, on. Oh, that's right. My camera's so I just on. heard Shit. you making noise, and I was yeah, like, I right. guess he's doing something. Yeah, my computer was being weird with Skype earlier. Oh, hey, there's your face. There she blows. Who knows what was going on? Nobody knows. <laughs> Not I. Not I. Uh, Not yeah, well, anyway, let me do for you what I was doing. I was doing what I need. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, are really yeah. missing out. This is a yeah. performance. And then I'm like, here's me pointing at words. Mm-hmm. And those, you better believe those words are wrong. Yeah. You better believe uh, I am or, posting blatant or, falsehoods. Or sourced from questionable sources. Sourced from other TikToks. Often, yes. And yeah, who can forget to... who can forget all of the weird cultural appropriation? Oh yeah, great. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, I love, love gotta. I love the TikTok trend of being just as moralistic as the Christian right, but just opposite. It's super good. It's a great way to engage with art. Yeah, real good way to it. Is to go like, this is wrong art, and just point at it. Yeah. You know, we live in a world now where art is really better described as content. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> art is content, and you support the actions of everyone on the shows and movies that you watch. I, of course, love the film Licorice Pizza, which means I should be locked up beneath the prison. Uh, because I oh yeah, because there's some jokes that have context that can't be gleaned from watching them alone. Uh huh. Yeah. There's some there's some uh, things that uh, context context is so great. <laughs> I love experiencing <laughs> things in the context of the work, which color them in a different light than if they were presented in isolation. Yeah. It's generally where I prefer to consume my my things. Love is next to and perhaps even surrounded by the context with which they're meant to be consumed. Love word and image and sound coming together to tell a story in a way none of those things could do separately. Yeah. And all precisely. of them working together. In a sequential order. In a sequential order at approximately 24 frames per second. And that giving meaning meaning to things. Usefulness. Where if you present things out of context, it changes their meaning. Like we... Uh, I love it. <laughs> we live in a world where there are things that actively recreate ways people speak. And we know how wildly out of context they can take a, a person's voice and make it. And this yet, is me and my friends. We went yeah. to the park. That's my TikTok but, voice. But yet you're willing to watch one thing and be like, oh, this is rude. 
excuse me, this is, uh, wrong? People are like, there's no amount of context that would explain that. And I'm like, actually, there's a pretty small amount of context that explains it completely. (laughs) What a fucking bet that there ain't. Hey, nerd. Shut up. Wait until I tell you about considering a work within an artist's entire career instead of just not even within just itself. You got... (laughs) What if I fucking told you that counting the number of lines Anna Paquin's character has in The Irishman is antithetical to the point of that character? What if I told you this? (laughs) Oh my god, the people that are what like... What if I told you that Robert De Niro ignoring Anna Paquin was the point? <laughs> was actually the point. Was yes. the message. Yes, what if a bad guy... What said. if bad guy be bad guy? Would you hmm? believe that, like, a movie that ends with a mobster completely alone, holding on to his ideals that never did him or anyone else any good, dying alone in an old folks home after everyone he knows has either abandoned him or died. What if I told you that him not communicating with Anna Paquin was the point? (laughs) See, was drawing a line to the end of the picture. Would you believe me if I told you? Mr. Smith, what or Morpheus, what if I told you? (laughs) <laughs> the films have context. <laughs> ah, God. Who needs it? Who needs it? Who needs it? Honestly, it's too much critical thinking. Yeah. More like critical stinking. Ooh, Want no part of it. Get them. Love to take things as presented. Yeah. Love to, love to read The Great Gatsby and think it's a novel about some fun parties. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember that shit. I was working at the theater when that picture came out. And the number of conversations I had to have, I wish I didn't. That looks so great. Ignore the part where that guy, like, punches his wife in the mouth. The parties look great. If only we could go back to celebrating like then. Like, you know that they were, like, right after almost all dying and right before... Almost all dying. Yeah, the Roaring Twenties seem great. Now, to look up what happened in 1929. (laughs) Or what happened in 1919. Hmm, this is interesting. Now, you're telling me that all that roaring led to the Great Depression? Yeah, it's like a depression, but it was great. What? Well, that doesn't, why would they call it great if it was bad? I don't this know. They called, it the Grand, they called it the Grand Canyon, and I made no money when I visited. I don't think so. Helen Keller was real. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm doing back to my back to my TikTok shit. Sorry, yep. one more. I love that the term "film bro" has now come to mean anyone that watches movies that don't have Iron Man in them. Yikes! I love Is that. that, what that means? Like, we need to ignore film bros, which like used to be a particular kind of person. Yeah, the film bro was someone who, back in my day, that word meant something. Uh, someone who was <laughs> like, you know, Boondock Saints, Scarface, Tarantino, you know, all of that rolled into one, uh, the Fight Club. You know, like people who were really misunderstanding movies and, and forcing them upon you and being like these are the coolest movies ever made that was a, sure. it was a kind of person now film bro is just used to mean anyone that watches movies without lightsabers 
And I yeah. just I'm that it used to ha- it used to mean something. It feels like film bros should describe the people that watch movies with lightsabers and superheroes. It should people who are like Yo, only fucking, interested in those fucking, fucking Morbius was the best movie I've ever seen. Like that seems like a film, bro. That seems like a film, bro. You'd think. Like, Kev, you're not a film, bro. No. You're a cinephile. I love you're the not movies. a film, bro. No. Film, bro, Just... gives me distinct fraternity vibe. That's what it used to mean. I don't know why I said mean. it that way. Fraternity. That's fraternity. what it used to mean. But now, you know, people make TikToks about film bros watching like Uncle Boon Me, who can recall his past lives, and you're like. That's not a film bro movie. Something has happened here. It's a, and I don't know if I like me. it. <laughs> Who can recall his past lives? Listen, Humans. film bros don't watch a pigeon sitting on a branch contemplating existence. That's not what bros watch. <laughs> no. Not even kind of. Not even, not even slightly. Of. Both of those things I just listed are real. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, I just realized as you said both of those things that I'm never winning our game of is this a Netflix movie or not? (laughs) Because filmmakers and early Fallout Boy were wild with their naming conventions. What a a beautiful wedding. That's Panic at the Disco, you fucking plebe. Fuck. (laughs) It wasn't my scene. Uh, It wasn't mine. Well... No, I was an emo kid. I failed. I just I failed. hit it. My eye black was a. Uh, I, I wore my eye black on the baseball field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fucking. That's good shit, actually. Conservative, like old school dad with like a goth son who's like, yeah, I used to wear black under my eyes on the baseball field. <laughs> so suck it up, Buttercup. So suck it up. Yeah, I was a radio head. I used to listen to the news every morning. I can't tell if this is J.K. Simmons or fucking Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I would cast either, honestly. Either, yeah. I would. I was. I was thinking more of the the late great George C. Scott uh, was who I was. Sure. Was who I was attempting to emulate. I don't know, man. It'll do whatever. Yeah, it's do whatever. That's like, I'm a Simpsons voice actor. All my characters are just bad impressions of people. They're so bad that you don't... You don't realize them. that you were going for something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like... You're like, yeah, all right. Oh, Mo Sislak is a bad Pacino impression. You're like, yeah, I never caught it. <laughs> Didn't. Couldn't tell. Chief Wiggum is Edward G. Robinson. That one actually... That one's pretty close. That's yeah. pretty good, Edward G. Robinson. Uh, anyway, anything to say about this book? No, I loved it. It was great. It I'm looking great forward book. to reading the rest of it. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, next time you join us, we are going to be watching the 2005 film adaptation of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which I was watching um, on freebie with ads before your arrival. I was I was revisiting yeah. this film that I've seen many times was my first exposure to the Hitchhiker's uh, uh, stories. And uh, even in those first five minutes, I'm like, you know what? This is a weird little movie. I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, Martin Freeman, right? Martin Freeman as Arthur Dent. Uh, Pretty perfect casting. Yeah. Um, uh, Yasim Bey, a.k.a. Most Deaf, as Ford Prefect, who, swinging, he's making some choices in this movie. Oh, yeah? 
Oh, he's yeah. making he's he's making some choices that I that are interesting. Um, he's you, you can't say he's doing nothing. Um, <laughs> he's 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 not Tyrese and Morbius. Yes, exactly. I mean, yes, yes, Queen, give us nothing. He's not actively sleepwalking, which yeah, is exactly. an oxymoronic thing I just said. But Tyrese pulled off, unaware that the cameras were rolling in Morbius. Tyrese and and fucking Al Madrigal just has to be on the sidelines, like working overtime to make sure those scenes, like to generate light. <laughs> to I know we've said this film. before. I know we've said this before, but Al Madrigal's character literally says, "Don't worry, don't move. I'll do it." And it's like, so the writers somehow knew they'd written a motionless yeah. character, or the director of Morbius, you know who I assume was, like, a pile of pots and pans or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> who directed that movie? Because I remember thinking, interesting. Hang on. Ah, looking it up. Daniel Espinoza. Yeah, who's not a bad director, I don't think. Maybe did Life, wrong. did Safe House, did some, like, pretty solid programmers, and I don't yep. mean that dismissively. It's like... I don't know. What do you want to watch? You want to watch Safe House with Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds? I've uh, seen that movie. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'll watch that. Mm. Uh, you want to watch uh, Life with, uh, I believe, Reynolds, Reynolds again and, and Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gilly? The Gilly? Oh, Rebecca Ferguson. Hello. Hello. Gilly McGilly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Child 44. Now you're just making. This Sorry, I for, for our fans. Um, we're not going to let Jake Gyllenhaal be brought up without reminding you that he was in Prince of Persia. I'm sorry that he and played. He wasn't just in. He was. The, he played the Prince of Persia. The, po- Jake the poster could Gyllenhaal. Yes. The poster could read Jake Gyllenhaal is the Prince of Persia. Uh, Child Which is 44, a, a disgraced <laughs> yeah, about, member uh, of the Russian military police, investigates a series of child murders yeah. during Stalin-era Soviet Union. Yeah, Tom that's actually Hardy, not the Gary first Gary Oldman, Numi Rapace, Joel Kinnaman, yep. Jason Clark. What's going on here? So, so Child 44 is based off of, uh, well, not based off, it's real. It's based off of a real serial killer. Uh, and there's a movie that came out before it called Citizen... Mm. Patty Considine? Vincent Cassell? From producer Ridley Scott? Yeah, dude. Citizen, this is, is a Scott-free right. production? I was right. Uh, there's another one called Citizen X that's about this guy Ooh. as well. It's, uh, it was a serial killer named Andre Chikatilo uh, who killed children... In Whoa. Soviet Russia, and Soviet Russia did not believe that Soviet Russia could create people like that because they believed themselves exceptional. Yeah. And, like, it's the same. It's the Chernobyl story, but with a serial killer. Yeah, it breaks the 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 myth. It breaks the mythos. So they just ex- ignored it. The original one, Citizen X, has Stephen Ray, Aria. Mm. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. I think it's Ray. Uh, Ray, uh, Donald Sutherland, Jeff DeMunn. Hey, John Wood, hey. Max von Sydow, Emelda hey. Staunton. When did that come out? Oof, the 80s. Oh, okay. That makes and sense. It couldn't have been the 80s because this took place in the 80s. 1995. Yeah, all right. So there was, there was, a, there was a gap between. 
yeah, between adaptations. Yeah. About 20 years between adapting this book. Uh, I was going to pop on Child 44. It is two hours and 17 minutes. The Devil's Runtime. Why? Have I expressed to you The Devil's Runtime? The Devil's Runtime huh. is uh, two hours and 20 minutes. It's the worst length a movie could be. <laughs> no, that so needs anything, to be longer anything or liminal, it needs to be shorter. Because yeah. okay. I love a good three-hour movie. You know, but like, that's where you really sink your teeth in. Something about two hours and like 20 minutes always feels like it's either too much or not enough. Yeah, like you're getting edged. Yeah, it's like, okay, you either needed to like, yeah, I love getting edged. You either lose, you either need to lose some subplots or add some subplots. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So this feels like a full meal. This feels like a weird amount of food. You ever order, you ever order food and you're like, no. This is a weird amount of food. Yeah. This isn't enough to... This isn't enough for, like, a full round of leftovers. Like, I right. have a little... But it's too left. much to eat all of. Yes. Yeah. That's what a two-hour and 20-minute film is. Yeah, it's ordering sure. a pasta dish, and you have, like, a handful of penne left. <laughs> You're like, what do I do with this? <laughs> what do I do with this bullshit? I can't, like, not eat it. But it's like, what am I going to eat this alongside tomorrow? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Child 54 is a handful of Bene. It's Child 44. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, great cast in this film. I'm excited to yeah, rewatch it. Uh, Wait, fucking Joel movie. Kinnaman? Hold on. What? Joel Kinnaman's in this movie, too. Oh, Child 44, yes. Yeah. I was no, not in the, the one Hitch- from the 90s. <laughs> I was talking about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was I was segueing back. Uh, but that was a bad shark a segue. Bit. It was deeply unclear. <laughs> Abed and I watched an episode of a show last night where they literally jumped a shark, and it was the best part. The best one. Uh, Anyway. Hell yeah. King. All right. Um, So we come to that part of the show. I don't know. Any plugs? What are you doing? What do you got? Uh, You know, the Nerdy Bits show uh, has an episode coming out on Friday, and we're recording one tonight after this. So, you know, check out nerdybits.com. After this? Whoa. Or look up, yeah, because I do shit late, and we do it in person, so I gotta like pack my shit and go. Oh damn, you gotta hop in, you gotta hop in the fucking automobile. Automobile, yep. Uh, other than that, <laughs> uh, my review for Three Thousand Years of Longing will probably come out around when this comes out, if it comes out next Friday. Because should come out movie, next week, yeah. If this that movie comes out next week at some point. Um, <sighs> it's very good. Idris Elba is delicious. <laughs> I, I got to see this picture. I'm not looking up anything. Don't. I watched not... like a part of a trailer and I was like, yep, it's George Miller, Idris Elba, and fucking. Sold. Great. Tilda. Tilda Swinton. I'm done. That's cool. Got it. Perfect. Uh, Vince Gill's in this movie. Good luck finding him. Um, <laughs> Vince Gilligan? No, Vince Gill. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm in this movie. <laughs> I'm a character actor now. Yeehaw. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Um, yeah. yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. What about you? You got some shit? Oh, you know me. Uh, TV's Kevin Lanigan on all the stuff. Uh, Patty Plague Doc, a web comic coming out every week. I am no longer committing to a day because this past week I kept forgetting to post. Uh, <laughs> so I had it done, but I just kept forgetting. So, uh, every week on uh, Instagram and Twitter.com. Um, 
uh, Crazy Ex-Pod Friends is the other show I got going. And hey, I'm doing some film projects. I'm flying out. You know, we're making stuff. Ooh. We're doing things. I'm excited about it. Uh, and you can help support my creative dreams at patreon.com slash tvs kevin uh where for as little as one dollar a month uh you can uh support me and get a bunch of extra shit not available anywhere else Mm. uh and that about does it so when you rejoin us uh we will be uh watching a little film and then caleb remember after that it's your movie pick so be 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 Mm. noodling yeah i'm gonna have to yeah it's gonna be yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> only know, like a million movies to choose from. So Yeah. I'll figure something out. You'll get something. Yeah. Doesn't have to be like great. Doesn't have to be like the thesis of your whole life. You're just like, what if we watch this? <laughs> sure. What if yeah. we watch Child Forty Four? <laughs> That'll be it. There we go. What if we watch the Spiderwick Chronicles? You know? What if we watch the Inkart film with uh Brendan Fraser? Uh I'm sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have movies that I want to suggest, but I don't know if I should or if I should wait until I come up with a better one. I don't know. Yeah, you can either tease or not. Or but you not, do have yeah, to tell yeah. us in like four <laughs> That's days. That's what you think. Fair enough. Uh, I'll come up with something. I promise. Okay. <laughs> what if I didn't? <laughs> well, what if I said nothing? <laughs> what would you do then? Did you watch it? No, of course not. Well, you should have. <laughs> yes. But until then, so long. And thanks for all the fish. I need to record myself whistling it so that it's perfectly appropriate. Fucking hit the steam deck. Yep. Or stream deck. You know what I mean. Uh, The one that does the thing you were talking about. Yes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Whichever one that is. (laughs) That one. Oh. Bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect for all the natural wonders that grow around you. So long, so long and thanks for all the fish. The world's about to be destroyed. There's no point getting all annoyed. My back and left. Is all around Despite those nets of tuna feats, we thought that most of you were sweet, especially tiny tops and your pregnant women. So long, 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 Please tell your friends about this show. This has been a Talkback Podcast.